when we look at even things as simple as if a piece of malware is being detected a lot, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the most important thing for us to focus on. It is a lot like some of the things that we think about in the physical world where diseases that are highly transmissible may or may not be the things to worry about. Whether we worry about a common cold that's highly transmissible or Ebola, which doesn't impact a lot of people, but is very, very dangerous, those sorts of nuanced elements are exactly what we need to think about in looking at all the data we have as it relates to cybersecurity. You're hearing Steve Grobman, Chief Technology Officer of the cybersecurity company McAfee. As a leading light in the space, McAfee has been at the forefront of the fight against cybercrime since the days when your computer sounded like this. And while the bad actors of the digital world have come away since the late 80s, so have the people we rely on to keep us and our data safe, who now employ everything from sophisticated analytics to machine learning driven security models. Welcome to the Data Agenda, created by WSJ Custom Content in collaboration with AWS. I'm your host, Michael Barnwell, executive editor at WSJ Custom Content. Today, we'll find out how the power of data drives McAfee as it evolves how it delivers cyber defense technology, protecting millions of people as they live their digital lives, which, as we all know, have become far more connected and less tied to individual devices since the early days of computing. Here's Steve again on what today's consumers are up against. If you think about how the cyber threat landscape has evolved over the last 30 years, it's gone from people worrying about computer viruses on floppy disks, and then we had various types of network capabilities, whether it was dial-up or email, where people could start emailing malware around. Then the internet came, and the ability for cyber criminals to use the internet, not only for mass distribution of cyber threats, but also using technical innovation where malicious capabilities could actually use that technology to do things like self-propagate, to install themselves on what we call vulnerable machines. And what we've seen in the last few years is some of our newest technologies that are often used for good purposes, things like encryption that we traditionally use to encrypt files now can be used to encrypt files that a cyber criminal is holding for ransom where a consumer has to pay to get their data back. Some of the technologies that have been developed things like cryptocurrencies make ransomware and other modern types of cybercrime much more effective for the cybercriminals because they're untraceable. So it's as we see technology evolve, we see cybercrime evolve. And what McAfee is all about is tracking those evolutions of the offensive criminal activities in order to build the next generation of defensive capabilities. And we're working on the most modern technologies, whether that's artificial intelligence or using the cloud for scalability in order to stay one step ahead of the criminals. What kind of volume of data does McAfee process in the course of regular threat detection? And what kinds of challenges does this create? Almost everything that we do is on the scale of millions and billions, whether it's analyzing content on the internet or training our next generation of machine learning models to protect our customers. 
In cybersecurity defense, one of the key elements is thinking about how all of this massive data relates to time, meaning that we need to process information that is extremely large, but do that very quickly such that we can come out with the latest defenses for our customers before the latest criminal attacks are impacting them. So we have tens of millions of consumers reliant on McAfee technology, but those users explore every facet of the internet. So we look at hundreds of millions of URLs. We're able to classify millions of pieces of malware and defend our customers every minute against tens of thousands of threats. What are some of the methods cyber criminals are using now? And what kinds of technologies does McAfee have to defend consumers? One of the things that we've seen over the last few years is what we call polymorphic attacks, meaning that they change a little bit wherever they're seen. So back in the good old days, we would see a specific piece of malware that we could develop a signature for. And then even if that piece of malware was targeting millions of customers, we would basically only need to detect one thing. The cyber criminals have become very creative in their ability to make it such that every time a consumer downloads a piece of malware, it changes itself slightly such that the exact same detection technology wouldn't be able to work on, let's say, if you downloaded it and then five minutes later, I downloaded it. And because of this, we see literally millions of unique pieces of malicious content every single day and, and actually every single hour. Yeah, so the analogy of a virus is very apt here. V very much so. In the cyber world, we see almost the identical thing, but instead of using natural evolution as a mechanism for attacks to evolve, it's cyber criminals looking at what's working, what's not working, and are evolving various types of tried and true attack techniques to always have slightly different nuance to them in order to have a higher victim conversion rate where they can successfully exploit victims, typically for the purpose of stealing passwords that can be sold on a black market or to infect a victim and hold them for ransomware, or even to do things like place software on a victim's machine in order to mine cryptocurrency. With this volume of data, what kinds of insights might it produce? Part of the challenge whenever you have massive quantities of data is finding the signal in all of that noise. So a large part of what McAfee is focused on is how do we analyze as much software as we can get our hands on? How do we analyze as much of the internet as we can view? And then out of that massive quantity of data, how do we identify the elements that are known to be bad? And then what are things that are suspicious? And then those become the underlying blueprints that we can use to build various types of protection technology. What were some of the essential business needs McAfee was experiencing that prompted its decision to adopt AWS solutions? We wanted to ensure that we were having our McAfee technologists be maniacally focused on cybersecurity defense technology, not necessarily all of the overhead capabilities that come with running a traditional high volume, high scale IT infrastructure. When I think about cloud, AWS in particular, 
it's largely about delegating certain aspects of what you're doing to somebody that is more capable of running it at scale to allow you to focus on other things. So Amazon is able to run data centers at massive scale where now McAfee can focus on cybersecurity defense. The other thing that is key about public cloud is it allows our technologists to build modern solutions with incredible speed. Within McAfee's cloud infrastructure, which technologies and services of AWS are you using? We're really using almost everything in the AWS portfolio, or at least we're making the entire AWS portfolio available to our solution architects. This includes various types of data storage and databases, both what we'd consider relational databases where things are in traditional table formats, but also other types of data storage where things are more unstructured data. We're also using a lot of what AWS has to offer as it relates to data and data analytics. One of the very powerful capabilities of public cloud architecture is we can separate the data from the analytics capability, and therefore we can analyze the same data in different ways depending on the task at hand. So by using these data storage architectures, which AWS provides, and those then being available to different types of analytics, whether it's doing anything from running very basic statistical analysis to training advanced artificial intelligence models. AWS has all of the tools. How does that versatility with analytics enable the business to thrive? Part of what it's done is it's allowed us to analyze data much faster in order to make decisions much faster. So for example, one of the things that we do in artificial intelligence is we build a lot of different models that use different techniques in order to analyze things that are potentially malicious. And one way of thinking about it is malicious content can't be detected with just a single recipe. We look at things from different vantage points. Some examples might be, we look at what things are we look at how things behave. We look at the context of where things came from in order to put all of that together. Speed is obviously important with threat detection, but what about cost savings and decision-making? How are these services helping with those two? So on both fronts, we're getting a lot of benefit from cloud-based architecture. First, on the cost structure piece, if you contrast what we can do with cloud versus what we needed to do in a traditional environment, in a traditional environment, we would need to build infrastructure for the highest performance, the highest capacity scenario. So think of building out our data center to support Black Friday or the day before Christmas when we're providing cybersecurity defense on very active digital users across the consumer space. And just like the power company needing to build capacity for that hottest day of the summer, we had to do the exact same thing. And the problem with that is during the other 360 days of the year that didn't have that level of intensity, there was a lot of idle compute and we didn't really need that much capacity, but it was sunk capital cost. Cloud is all about having the ability to build solutions that operate what we call elastically, meaning that 
we can have a consumption-based pricing structure with AWS where as we need more capacity, additional technology is spun up and then we can auto sense as it begins to taper off and then throttle back down. The other thing that we've been able to do is take advantage of the exact same data science and AI capabilities that we use for threat defense and use them to help in decision making. So can we make sure that we understand why customers are operating and using our products the way that they are? If there's behavior about our products that customers are finding to be beneficial or annoying, we want to understand those things as quickly as possible so that we can make changes to the user experience. As Steve explains, there's also another cultural dimension of data. Because while the technological underpinnings of how data is ingested and analyzed may increasingly rely on innovations like artificial intelligence, making sense of that data and using it to drive decisions that better protect consumers is a uniquely human challenge. Here's Steve again. The way that I think about a data-driven culture is it's all about using data to validate our assumptions. We need to operate on looking at the data versus using gut instinct or intuition. And what McAfee has been able to do with the evolution in data science over the last few years is we now have the ability to look at data in real time in almost every decision that we're making. So I I think in the past, if you ask somebody whether they wanted to have a more data-driven culture, the intellectual answer would typically be yes, but because it would often take days or weeks to run data analytics and processing, lots of decisions required more timely answers to questions. What we're able to do now is really look at data in real time and and even in meetings, we can pull up data and look at data in various ways so that we're validating the decisions we're making are supported by data instead of moving on gut instinct. Does it ever work the other way? Do you sometimes find yourself doing your own gut check of the data that you're looking at? There are some common pitfalls that we need to be aware of when we're working in a data-driven culture. One of the things that we see is when you look at enough data, you're going to see some things that are correlated. Even when they don't have anything to do with one another, there's a data science term for this. It's called spurious correlations. And there's lots of examples and you can find spurious correlations in your own data sets. But one that is a bit humorous is if you look at statistics on how many people die from bedsheet deaths, you know, getting tangled up in bedsheets and correlate that with the cheese consumed by Americans over the 10 years from 2000 to to 2009, they have a 94.7% correlation. So it would be really easy to think, wow, are bedsheet deaths and eating cheese somehow related? And the answer is no. This contrived example simply looked at all sorts of data and saw where things happen to line up. Be on the lookout when you have access to lots of data for those spurious examples. If you look at enough data, you're going to see things that appear to be related that actually aren't. Steve, what do you hear directly from customers about the McAfee experience? And what new security features can they look forward to? Customers are constantly telling us that while they want to keep up with all of the advances in consumer tech innovation, they're concerned that there could be cyber risks that they're exposed to. 
you know, during the pandemic, one of the things that we've seen is there's this hybrid scenario where while a person might be working out of their home, they're utilizing all sorts of consumer equipment or are surrounded by various consumer technologies and they want to be safe. One of the things that we've been very focused on of late is how do we allow customers to know when their information has become compromised, when it exists on the dark web as some sort of data dump because they didn't do anything wrong, but one of the sites that they went to was compromised and the information was placed on the internet. We're also trying to educate consumers that there's an interesting connection between security and privacy. Security is keeping you safe, but privacy is making sure that your information is only accessible by the various entities that you want to have that information. For Steve, protecting people's data is more than just a business objective. It's a mission he takes incredibly personally, one that pushes him to put himself in his targets, which is to say cyber criminals' frame of mind, and use every solution at his disposal to outwit them at their own game. One of the things that I love about being the CTO of a cybersecurity technology company is it's very different from many other technology companies where we're not only competing against other companies in our industry to win business, but we're also competing against cyber criminals. And what makes cybersecurity such an interesting field is cyber criminals are able to use not only the same technology that the cybersecurity defense technologists have access to, but in many ways, they have some inherent advantages. For example, a cyber criminal doesn't need to put their technology through a rigorous quality assurance gauntlet before they release it. They can develop it very rapidly and then see how well it works to exploit their victims. And if it works well, they can amplify it. If it doesn't work, they can go on to the next. The challenge that we have is because there's always an inherent benefit from the attacker in that they simply need to find one area that a consumer is vulnerable. We need to have a comprehensive defense across many, many different vectors. And it's this intense intellectual challenge that makes this industry such a great place to work. And it's one of the areas that I find a lot of fascination in and I'm happy to be a part of. Thank you, Steve. It's been great hearing about how McAfee protects customers from malware and other cyber threats. So thank you for your time today. Michael, thank you so much for having me. It's been great to be here. Thanks to our guest, Steve Grobman from McAfee. Join us again for an all new episode upcoming on the data agenda. Let AWS help you reinvent your business with data. Learn more at go.aws data WSJ. The information contained in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Wall Street Journal Custom Content is a unit of the Wall Street Journal Advertising Department. The Wall Street Journal News Organization was not involved in the creation of this content. 